But yeah, going into this, like... No, Keon Johnson. My only concern is that Daniel Jones plays like a pro bowler against Washington. But at the same time, it's still Daniel Jones. And that Giants team is fading backwards while Washington has figured out, one, how to stop the run. They've been very good against the run this year. Taylor Heineke's managing the offense well. They're not going to score a lot of points, so take the under 40 in this. I took the under in this already. But one... That thing. number is that number is a scary ass number. It's a scary number, but I'm telling you, look at Washington. They struggle to get to 20 points, but they're good defensively, and you're going to have Chase Young back. That's I don't know how much he's going to play, but he will be out there enough, and they're going to send him after Daniel Jones. So it's it's I, I'm telling you, like this is I'm not I, I didn't bet on anything else other than the under in this because I don't want to bet the sides and my emotions are too too high. But I, this is the most excited I've been to watch my team play in a long time because it's really sad being a fan of this team. It's really really just the worst thing in the whole world, and I think I'd rather just like take a knife and stab myself in the hand and be a fan of this team anymore. Yeah, yeah. I grabbed the points with the Giants, but I'm going to play... I'm, like, I'm not a big, like, minus 200, minus 220 money line guy, but I just think this is a perfect spot for the Commanders to win this game where they've for prepped sure. literally for one team the last three weeks, you know? Yep. And I think that, I mean, look look what the Giants do. They run the football. What, what, what The Commanders aren't going to allow Saquon to get anything going on the ground. Um, I know Daniel Jones does usually play good and cover the number in these divisional games, but I think this is a good spot for Washington. And even if Chase Young doesn't do a whole lot on the field, just having him back, you know, in that locker room, obviously a huge boost. So I do like Washington in this game. Unfortunately, the Giants might not win a game the rest of the season. This is the good. biggest game <laughs> of Daniel Jones's career. It's a thousand percent the biggest one for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has he hasn't been a stud in prime time, and the winner of this game obviously remains sort of in the driver's seat for the wild card spot, especially the Commanders. If yeah. they win on Sunday, now you don't have to worry about the Niners who you're going to mm-hmm. get stomped by. I think this game's going to be close. I yeah. think DJ plays better than he played at home. As we know, his ro- home, home road splits are are kind of crazy to look at, You especially considering that I think Brian Dable's going to make a couple of adjustments. I like Daniel Jones's rushing prop. He had 70 yards last last time they played two weeks ago. And if you look at what the what the Commanders did against the Giants compared to what they normally do, the Commanders blitzed the Giants a ton more than they have all season. Uh, and they even tried to keep a spy on DJ, and he was still able to get 70. So I do think he ends up getting, I want to say the number is 30? Can you guys get that number for me? I have something going on where my Mac just went black, and I'm pretty scared that it's broken. So I just texted my wife, what do I do? So it I sounded actually, like a speaking spell. What was that noise it just made? And 27 and a half and is the number. Yeah. 27 and a half is the number for Daniel Jones. I like it. That number has gone up. That number has gone up by like almost 10 show. yards today. Yeah. I think it was 17 and a half this morning. It's 27 and a half. I'm sorry, Your Ryan. laptop has the same immune system as you. Okay, <laughs> Your computer's sick. I think that's a good play, too. I yeah. do, too. I like Graham Gano over one and a half field goals, plus 105 for the Giants. I it's like be that, a field too. goal game. Uh, the Hold reason on. I like the Giants. Oh, go ahead. I'm just not finished. Yeah, we got some fun. computer stuff really yeah. fast. Uh, also, I think Slayton gets off, too. I mm-hmm. think that they're going to try to attack the ball downfield. Like you saw, mm-hmm. like that's the way that you're going to be able to stop them and challenge them downfield because the game plan was to play zone against mm-hmm. the Giants, and I think you have to go after – and Darius Slayton did go off. I think he even has a bigger game. I would take Saquon under, Darius Slayton over, Daniel Jones over. Go ahead, Peach. 
I was just going to say that I like the Giants because Nick's excitement is the reason you back the Giants. Yeah, For sure. I know. He knows Washington's going to let him down. Yeah. At the very least, it's going to be painful. Now why, why, it's a Friday. Why you got to stomp well, on my dreams? Um, Last segment, why you got to be honest and realistic and truthful here? Well, I want to live in my own bubble, my glass case of emotion I for want, a little bit, I and you've ruined it. I want people to win money, and, and that's, <sighs> yeah, just, that's, that's what it. it is. I mean, the Giants are going to keep it close. I don't know if they're going to win, but I, I like love the four and a half, too. Yeah. That's one of my favorites. And you mentioned well. Daniel Jones in prime time. Hasn't won a game yet. He's 0-9. Straight up, so Daniel Jones also three of his top six rushing games of his career against Washington. There you go. So now their run defense is obviously a lot better, but Daniel Jones plays like a Pro Bowler against this team, and it's the most frustrating thing ever watching him do that. Why is the speaking spell making that noise again? For some reason, uh, my computer it just uh, it's a black screen. I don't know why it just went black. <laughs> just put, put it down. Just go no, and put sl- just slam it down. All right, Bengals and Bucks. I don't want to waste 500. Last one on our list here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't mean slam it down. I just mean put gently, the top down. Gently. I want it to work again. It right. won't. Maybe nine minutes from now. I'm sorry. Hmm. I'm sorry. I'm re- I really am. I like the Bengals' first half. Probably one of my favorite ones. The Bengals have been getting out to quick leads. The Buccaneers, even when they cover, they do it in the fourth quarter with these Tom Brady comebacks that we saw against the Saints. The, the Bengals have been awesome in first half the last three three games, but in terms of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they've been absolutely abysmal all year against the spread in first halves. I want to say the number is 4-9, and 4-10, something like that. I have it in my nose somewhere, but my computer is starting to freeze too. Jeez, everybody's having problems So here. I like the Bengals minus 3. Um, I'm not going to take them full game. Obviously, a bunch of injuries to the Bengals, a bunch of injuries to the Buccaneers as well. Kind of feels like a toss-up game to me. Kind of feels like an over game to me. So only Bengals uh, first half probably would look at some of those Jamar Chase props too. It's interesting you say an over game. The Bucks team totals are 12-1. and one. They're 12-1 and one of the under this season. Brady's 0-6-1 in his past seven starts against the spread too. Like it's wild to watch how this Bucks team has completely just fallen apart. I took the over on Tom Brady's pass attempts, 40 and a half. He's averaged 47 over his last five, and in the last two games, he's had 55 and 54 attempts. He's thrown yeah. the ball a ton, 109 like times over the last two I like games. That. I like the over in the game. Uh, I also like, uh, I love Tampa Bay, actually, at four. I like them at three and a half. I think they might win this game outright. And then when Chris Godwin receptions are available, I'm going to play them. I would assume they're probably going to be six and a half, probably minus 120, because the one area you could attack the Bengals is from the slot. And that's where he lines up on 70% of his routes that he runs. And uh, so Godwin receiving yards is, Mm -hmm. I think, like 56 and a half right now. Uh, My computer is broke. But I like his receiving yards. I like his receptions. Chris Godwin's going to have a huge game. Mike Evans has, what, one touchdown the last 10 weeks? I don't know what's going on with him. 69 and a half now. 69 and a half receiving yards for Godwin. Mm -hmm. I like the over. Uh, I like the receptions when they're released. And I love Tampa Bay. I think they might win that game outright. Also, a big book need for the books, according to John Ewing, Tampa Bay this week, which makes me feel a little bit better. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, who cares? Who cares? Yeah, it could be a big week for the public. Needed Seattle yesterday. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. I love Seattle yeah. last week, too. Yeah, this game's simple. The Bucks are the worst against the spread team in the NFL. The Bengals are the best. So you know what's going to happen is the Bengals, the Bucks are going to cover the number. It's just yeah. that simple. And That's how like, that works. And they got to win. Like, the Bucks have to win a game here. You know, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they will. I really feel like the Bengals are going to win this by three points. Like, I just think the hook in this game is everything. It's huge. I would even bet, like, a correct score in this game for, like, you know, 200 to 1 or whatever those dumb prices are on, like, a 27, 24, 23, 20 type game. Like, it is going to be a three-point Bengals win. I feel pretty confident about that. Damn Tom Brady. It's just, it's always what it ends up being. 
It ends up being something with Tom Brady. I'm still mad at him what he did against the Saints. I, I don't know. know why I still hold that. Um, we also have the World Cup on Sunday. I bet Argentina to win simply because there's a virus going around through France's locker room. No, so. seriously, I didn't. I, I, and same thing. Like once, once we found out that there was a virus going through, I kind of like that side regardless. I might. I was looking at the draw, uh, you know, because I think this probably goes to extra time. But that was only mm-hmm. plus one eighty-eight. So nothing there tomorrow. Really quick, I do like the under. Croatia can't score. There's not. I mean, there's not a whole lot to play for. Um, hell, if Croatia scores just one goal the other day, I went $1,300. They did not do that. So I do like the under at two on the uh, third-place game tomorrow. And then I'm with you. Same side for me on Sunday as well. I like that. I'm taking Argentina. Same reason. Mm-hmm. Also, Mbappe has an ankle injury. Yeah. He was yeah. really slowed up after he went down. It looked like he was in a ton of pain in that game. So, yeah, I just think that the the amount of offense that Argentina has is going to be really, really potent. Also, it looks like Benzema is going to come back. Did you guys see this? Mm-mm. Yeah, and, and Giroud might not actually end up starting. I think that's a big mistake. I yeah, think that's why would an, they do that? I think that's an absolute mistake. So I think that messes with their flow and rhythm. Who knows what he's going to look like? Is he going to be in good form? That's probably one of the main reasons that I like Argentina, plus obviously the Mbappe injury. Not sure why you wouldn't just keep Giroud out there. He could win the golden boot. Like He's just been an absolute monster. Uh, so, yeah, I like Argentina a lot. Nice. I like Argentina, too. A messy swan song. I just think yeah. this is his yeah, final it's... World Cup game. Yeah. The narrative, right? France is trying to go back-to-back, which is really tough to do. The fact that Argentina didn't have to play Brazil, and now the fact that it's like Messi against Mbappe, which is like maybe this generation's Messi, it just seems like it's all setting up for him to finally win one. So I would take Argentina minus 110 to win it. There's something to be said for that extra motivation. Like, it does, that stuff does happen. Those narratives do play into whatever motivation guys dig up to get that little extra something to win a game. Uh, right. So And think about how it started for them. They lose to Saudi Arabia. Are, are, originally, or what's the word I'm trying to say? Arguably, the are, biggest upset ever yeah. in the history of the World Cup. And now they have a chance to win it all. So it just, it, see, it feels like this is how it's supposed to end with Argentina winning. Oh, facts.